Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what up, what up, folks? Welcome to another episode. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, uh, live on our Twitter handle at Barbershop SPOR2. Also, you can check us out live on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, and you can follow us on our Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Trey Frazier, and I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. What up? What's going on, man? How's your week been? Uh, week has been weekend, man, but hey, you know, never dead, never dying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, same here on this side, bro. Uh, I, I guess we get right into it, man. Um, well, oh, before before we um before we get into the AFC North stuff, um, we got a guest coming on with us uh, tonight. He's been here before. Uh, MLBBro.com's Jr. Gamble um is going to come in about 20, 25 minutes, and uh, we're going to talk everything from. You know, some of the games over the weekend, including uh, Colorado versus Colorado State and NFL. And then we'll get into some of that Stephen A versus T.O. stuff that you and I were kind of um, talking for a little bit there uh, pregame. Um, but let's uh, let, let, let's get into it, man. Um, I, I know you want to get into last night's game. Yeah, man. Um, look, let me start with positivity. A win is a win every every week. So, uh, you know, as trash as we played as an offense, uh, the defense gave us 14 points and, mm. um, and, I, and I'm going to take that win. Uh, prayers to Nick Chubb, uh, secondly. Yeah. Salute. Um, yeah. And, and, and I see that even sounds crazy to say, so I don't want to say secondly important. That's very important. Yeah. Uh, prayers to Nick Chubb and we, and we hope for a speedy recovery. Then secondly, uh, a win is a win every time, every day of the week. Um, so definitely shout out to us for not being 0-2. Shout out to us for getting a win in the North, in, in the conference, in the division. Um, that is important. Uh, more positives. T.J. Watt is uh, the Steelers all-time sack leader with uh, 81 and a half sacks. Uh, that's crazy that that's only 81 and a half sacks. Like, that's the record. Like that's well, crazy. It seems like it seems like it should be more, but when then again, when you think about it, not a lot of guys have over a hundred sacks. So. I was just gonna say because there's only a few people that I, I think Reggie White, maybe uh, Bruce Smith, right? Bruce, Bruce Smith, Smith is another one, I believe. Julius Peppers, Julius Peppers Ter- over hundred. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's been in the league forever, so probably yeah, Julius Peppers, Terrell Suggs is at 134 and a half. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. It's not a whole, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not yeah. a lot. And 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 when I think about it now, when you think about all the Steeler legends, if you will, on defense, not a lot of those guys have over a hundred or or none well, of them for that matter, really. Do. Yeah, none of them do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let um, let's be clear, man. Eighty sacks 
And let's be clear, you know, 22, two years ago, I mean, even la- uh, last mm-hmm. year when he was injured about six or seven games, he yeah. still had, uh, I still, if I'm not mistaken, he still had double-digit sacks come um, at the end, by the end of the year, along with uh, Alex Highsmith, but that's another story. Um, look, man, I'm here on straight TJY Energy, no homo. Um, listen here. He's the best pass rush in the league right now. I, I, I'm sick of it. I don't want. I'm, I'm tired of the disrespect. I don't it's not know. Crazy I, to say. I, I, it's, it's, it just is what it is. I, look, I get it. I, look, and he's the what's best. the what's the consensus on because, who's the best? Well, they cons- they can considerably always for some reason when you look at a, a list by media outlets that. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett is better than him. That's always there. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald would be a better, um, you know, uh, uh, competition piece or a better uh, piece about who could be better than TJ mm-hmm. Watt right now. But uh, but Aaron Donald right now, he's not better than TJ Watt. I um, think the reason people got Aaron Donald there, I think, is more so he's been in the league longer. And I think they just trying to give. Aaron Donald a respect, but I agree with you. He deserves. If you're talking about, yeah, absolutely, he definitely deserves it. But with you, I think when you look at it in totality, you look at the games he missed last year, and still the number of sacks he got. Um, you kind of got to say he's the best right now. And and I said it a few episodes ago. Look at the record when he's there versus the record when he's not there, and you could see the impact that T.J. Watt has on that defense. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the other the other name that's been in the con- that is constantly in the conversation is Michael Parsons. And let's mm-hmm. be clear, Michael Parsons may soon one day become the better pass rusher. But if we're talking about right here, right now, mm-hmm. no, he just ain't right now. He's not. And that Dallas defense, I think I think they're playing more as a unit defensively than it is just being Michael Parsons. No, Michael Parsons is that dude. I don't want. No, I get it. I get he's the dude. I'm just saying what they've done through two games. You're talking about ten sacks. Um, they've only given up ten points through two games. Um, I, I can't just put that just on Michael Parsons, despite the fact that he is great. I think that defense as a unit has been. Doing its thing, yeah, but I'm only talking about individual pass rusher, right? No, now, I, I hear you. Yeah, I'm just right making now, a point. Yeah, sure, I hear you. sure. Right mm-hmm. now, Mike, Michael Parsons is probably the the person that's going to eventually usurp T.J. Watt, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, T.J. Watt is the best pass rusher in the league, and I and I and I grow tired of the disrespect. Like he ain't him. Um, I don't know what the reason for it is, but I, I grow tired of it. But shout out to T.J. Yeah. Watt. He might not. He. It's not just that he's the best pass rusher. It's that he's also the most impactful pass yeah. rusher on the team. Seems like seems like seems like he's there at the right time. You know, no disrespect to those other guys. You know, yeah, I mean? it's certainly a disrespect. I'm just look. Yeah, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop. Like T.J. Watt ain't like T.J. Watt just two years ago was the just made the record or tied mm-hmm. the record for and, a and, and keep in and keep in mind with these lists too. Some of these guys that put these lists out there, they they equate it with the team success. And so while the Steelers haven't necessarily like they missed the playoffs last yeah. year and the year before, they just kind of barely got in. And you wouldn't really consider them over the last couple of years a great football team. Yeah. I think when people put these lists together, they equate the individual with the success of the team. I don't think they do because they consistently have Miles Garrett over him. 
Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, that, and, that's true. And, and, Dallas that's has, true. and Dallas has been a better team, but the Rams yep. Rams haven't been – well, I guess they was in the At Super least Bowl last too. year. Yeah, At least right, last right. year they weren't, yeah, but right. the year before right. they won the so Super maybe, Bowl. So maybe you put the Rams in that as a better team in that conversation too, but, like, nah. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a healthy, it's a healthy amount of, uh, I don't know if it's hate or if y'all just not seeing what TJ Watt doing, or if it's some reason why people are not respecting it. And let's be clear. It's not just media outlets. Look, um, you know, I'm on Twitter last night, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's plenty, I'm seeing it all over there. Like, uh, you know, somebody will post, uh, you know, obviously he breaks the record, uh, uh, just all all-time sack still is record mm-hmm. um and you know people are posting it and people are yeah. saying you know tj watts the best and and immediately under the comments yeah what about Aaron donald what about miles Garrett? what about no it's not none of them it's tj Watts the and i'm just talking about pass rush i'm not talking about the best defensive player that mm-hmm. plays you know i'm just talking about pass rush tj yeah. watt is the best pass rusher in the league and, yeah. and, and I don't even understand why they don't really they don't win that game without him last night. That's for sure. And they don't win it without Alex Highsmith either. Who, by the way, yeah. if we if we're talking about that, um, and I get it's only been two years where you know, or maybe not not even two years because he had last year we had fourteen sacks and he's he's you know on a good run uh, so far in these two games. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Highsmith is good, man. He's good. Like I, I think. They're the best uh, combo pass rushers in the league. Hmm. I have to think about it, but that's what I. I mean, look, look. I, that's that's just how. I, that's just how I feel. I get. I oh, he's you know he's biased. He's a Steelers fan, and that's all true as well. Yeah. I still I, I'd have to. I have to look at the other teams. Yeah. I know. I, I know Philly set a sack record last year, but Philly really doesn't have like and, and they that don't have dude. a duo. It's, they don't have a duo. Yeah, it's more like a committee kind of a thing when it with the Philly defense. Yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I, I think we have to have and and really too um you know speaking of Nick Chubb and prayers to him too um prayers to Micah Fitzpatrick too cuz I heard he went to the hospital after the game so yeah, I guess he's he hurt, fine now. Yeah so fine. he he so he hurt himself I guess when he was chasing down uh Jerome Ford yeah. on that touchdown run there Yeah 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 so yeah, you know Yeah um but he he's fine he's in the training room I, I just got finished listening to Thomas press conference so he's back in the mm. He's fine. Mm-hmm. They were just making sure that he was. Yeah, there. yeah. That it, it, it sucks, man. Like I'm, I'm watching last night, and you know they wouldn't, they wouldn't show the the Chubb injury. And um, I'm scrolling through the timeline, and up somebody, you know, has to post it there. But did you um, click on it, or was it a video just there being shown? It was a video just there. Okay, it, I saw, a, I, I saw a link, and I didn't click it. I didn't want to see. Okay, that. yeah, it, it was, it was a video there, and I just was like. God, yeah, and 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 I, and if I'm not mistaken, that's the same knee that I think he tore yeah, and MCL and all that when he was at Georgia. So, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, so so prayers for him, and you know, it's another reason why we have this kind of these conversations about running backs trying to get their money because when you get injuries like this as a running back, the teams are ready to just get yeah. rid of you just like that. So you know, Saquon got hurt. 
over the weekend as well. Yeah. He's going to miss about three weeks, it looks like. We already talked about J.K. Dobbins missing the rest of the season. Um, and so, you know, I, I just pray for these running backs, man. Um, for sure, for sure. It's, it's rough. But we, we, we have to have a really serious conversation about Deshaun Watson. Um, because that game, it, it, just from the Browns perspective. Well, before you go to the Browns side, let me let yep, me make sure yep. that I that I that I um properly shit on Kenny Pickett. Um, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, look, man, you are a quarterback. I have to accept it, and let's be clear. Um, you don't have to accept it. Well, I mean, yes, I do. He's still going to be the quarterback, it, it, one, whether I like it or not. I do have to accept it. It's 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 okay to it's okay to shit on him. Well, what no, you're I'm about going to do shit, anyway? What you're him, about I, to do? But, but I still accept him as my quarterback. Yeah. He is mm-hmm. my quarterback, so I, I got to ride with him, and I'm going to ride with him. But you, in the past two weeks, I get it. You played two good defenses. You playing like shit. You're playing like absolute shit. The O line is playing like absolute shit. And, and I don't like it, and I hope, and I get it. 49ers, good defense. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, I didn't know Darius Smith was even with Cleveland, but mm-hmm. good defense in um, yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, look, but your decision making has been trash. Your accuracy has been questionable, and um, and and I'm gonna need you to fix this ASAP if we go on write this write this ship. And I know it's only two games, but we need to get back to. Some of that, some of that preseason magic, man. And I know, I know what y'all are saying. Oh, this is yeah. why I was like against the yes. Buffalo Bills right. in the preseason. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but then again, I thought Buffalo was going to be better. I mean, look, I don't have them in the playoffs, but I didn't think they was going to be this bad. And and by the way, Buffalo isn't this bad. They just smashed the Raiders. So mm-hmm. yep. So so we're not gonna say I like Buffalo. Look, I stand by what I stand on, but we're not gonna act like Buffalo is about to fall off the cliff and all of a sudden have like Rams hangover from the Super Bowl type shit. Like yeah, this yeah. is still the Buffalo is still gonna be a decent team. They're just yeah. not gonna be a playoff team in my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. So you know, eight or nine, nine or eight, something, something, something like that. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. look, man. Um. Look, uh, Pickett, you need to get your shit together, man, because this ain't on Canada. And Canada was, and Canada needs some, like, he wasn't perfect by no stretch. I was going to say, he needs a little bit. I'll say a yeah, little bit. No, no. Yeah, no, no. But I'm not going to give him, I am going to give him some blame because uh, that quarter, that quarterback draw or run that you put on a third down was stupid. Yeah. That third down run, that uh, uh, jet, <laughs> that reverse that you ran to Calvin Austin when Najee Harris had finally got some shit cooking was stupid. Like it was some plays in there that I'm like, for real, bro. That's what we doing. You just mm-hmm. seeing Najee Harris starting to cook, and you going to take you going to take it out of his hands. Like I, it was irritating as fuck to me. But um, but. Again, it really was more about Kenny Pickett this game on mm-hmm. offense than it was about um, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Canada. Matt Canada, um, you are, in my opinion, still on the hot seat. I know a lot of people, they was out there saying, like, calling for his job, screaming. The crowd, right? Yeah, they was, like, calling mm-hmm. for a job or some wild shit, whatever they was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I get it, by the way. I get it. But I'm not, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I'm more... Like Tom and Tom came out and said, "Yes, I get it. I understand that he's not necessarily um, up to snuff right now, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think the answer right now was saying, all right, let's just do some major overhaul and get rid of our <laughs> offensive coordinator.'" He really answered that without really answering the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and look, man, you know, who, you know who Tomlin is with them press. He really, he really was he's like, 
oh man, I love the fans. They passionate. Like he he focused more on the fans than he did on yeah on Canada. Like, that like was like yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah. Uh, yeah. of course. Now um, you and I can kind of say it ain't looking good for Matt Canada. Yeah, at, but it's come to the OC position. Sure, but it, but again, if we if I'm only talking about these first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more Kenny Pickett right now than it is Matt Canada. So agree. That, so that agree. should that should buy him Canada. I mean, a little bit of a little bit of grace, you know, in this season, right? So, but I think when we mention Matt Canada's name, I think it's not just the two games this season. It's pretty much since he's been there, minus you know Ben Roethlisberger. I think it's. That yeah, because he's he's collection he, of he, he is he's a little predictable. Like and, and let's be clear, mm-hmm. let's be clear. Um, Matt Canada got a job because Ben Roethlisberger wasn't feeling Ty Haley. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you know, yeah. I feel personally like um, if Ty Haley was running this offense, we would be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But and for context, too, last night you had no Deontay Johnson too. Just want to throw sure. that out there. Yep, yep. And we missed well. him, and we missed Cameron Hayward. Um, and I don't know. I'm sure everybody knows Deontay is going to be out for four games. Um, and I don't know if we got a timetable for Cam Hayward. So yet. last night was game number one of yes. four. Yes, yes, he was mm. put on IR, so that's four games minimum. So mm. interesting. Yeah, interesting. Now, so now, the Deshaun Watson, yeah. So the Deshaun Watson conversation because he lost that game for Cleveland last night. Like, I mean, when you look at how that game was going, when you look at the Steelers offensively wasn't looking great at all. Um, you look at the plays they were, you know, Cleveland had out there. Um, this loss is at the hands of Deshaun Watson, and we really got a question now. Is this dude ever going to be Houston Deshaun Watson? And I'm just not sure that we're going to see that anytime soon. And I get he's missed two years and I guess he's, and I get that this is a different offense. So in Houston, it was pass first run second in Cleveland. It's run first, pretty much based off of what Nick Chubb can do when the offensive line, and he's got to kind of, you know, cater his game to that which to me and you know i'm not i never played football so i wouldn't know but to me it it seemed like that's not a hard offense to uh gravitate to if you got a running back that's going to help you you know facilitate the offense if you're deshaun watson but um man he he just ain't look right out there man um and hasn't and well yeah I, i don't remember what his game i don't what did they say he looked good did they say he looked good against cincinnati in week one uh, they said he didn't look good against okay. Cincinnati. So he's he, right. He didn't look good. I, yeah, now, now his, his stats are kind of coming back in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, so he wasn't good. Look, um, yeah, but I'll say this. Um, he has played a total of, what, eight games? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, and and I don't know. Um, I I know that what everybody is saying is legitimate uh, and, um, you know, media Everybody's saying, well, listen here. Like I heard Shannon talking about it this morning on mm-hmm. uh first take. Listen here, man, you getting paid $230 million. You are getting you are the highest, as far as guaranteed money, highest paid quarterback yep. um in the league. And um, you know, when you put those kind of guarantees on it, um, you should we got expectations. Right. That's just and that's just what it is. And so far he is not living up to them expectations. 
Um, and it looks to be it's like it's going to be tougher unless this is what he wants. Because let's be clear, with Chubb out for the year, um, maybe mm-hmm. they do do a little more spread, a little more where a little more pass first energy, um, you know, right. kind of like what he likes to do. Right. Um, I, I know this. Uh, I saw flashes of the Deshaun Watson we used to know. Um, he threw a he threw a sideline to Elijah Moore where Elijah Moore had a toe tap and it was a thing of beauty. Yeah, there was a couple still, of those. There was a couple he's still of those. Capable yeah. of throwing the ball. Um, I mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. I mean, he had two face mask penalties in this game last night. Yeah, right. So you know, and and, and, and low key should have been put out the game for pushing a referee. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. definitely not on his on his A game right now, but um I think ten games in, we know what he's capable of. And um we do acknowledge that the standard should be AFC championship Super Bowl type standards, mm-hmm. but uh but that's that's still just gonna take time. So I am I'm not gonna overreact as far and it's not like I want him to do it, and let's be clear, I don't think he's gonna do it. But mm-hmm. uh but I if you're a Cleveland fan, it's reasonable to have these expectations and be shitting on them. But at the same time, you got to be a little bit patient, mm. a little bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now with no Nick Chubb moving forward. And when you say you seen flashes, I'm going to say the same thing. I saw flashes of Nick Chubb like play from the backup running back, Jerome Ford. And if Jerome Ford can give you something similar to that, then I think if you're a Browns fan, I think you say, okay, we might have something in the running game still. It's not Nick Chubb, but we still have a top 10 offensive line and a backup running back that can kind of help kind of carry the load. Oh, and by the way, Kareem Hunt is still on the street. And, and I saw somebody Cleveland. say that he was in Cleveland talking to them. So yeah, he's getting signed. Yeah, I, I would imagine so too. Yeah. Like I, I would imagine that. I mean, imagine if they had Kareem Hunt last night. They they might they might have pulled that one out last night Maybe, if they had but... if they had Kareem Hunt backing them up. But um, Deshaun's play, even like with the running game going early in the game, Deshaun was like erratic on some of the stuff. Like you mentioned the uh, the face mask penalties and um, the the fumbles and the, the I guess the the pick wasn't his fault though. The, the, I know the the, the yeah. interception wasn't his fault, but like some of the plays where the 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 lack of awareness. Um, you thought was there as well, which what maybe caused some of the fumbles and things like that. So, um, so yeah, that that that's going to be interesting um, moving forward with them. Now that they got, you know, they're going to have to figure out what the deal is going to be with the running back spot. Um, kind of staying in the AFC North. Um, listen here, Bengals fans, and I know y'all want to, you know, y'all y'all want to talk that talk. You know, I get it. Y'all got y'all got y'all got back to back division t- titles and all that stuff. I get it. But I'm going I'm to just let y'all know that's dead. That boy number eight is back. He, he back. He ain't been playing in Cincinnati the last two years, y'all. And I mean, I'm telling you right now, that man is back and he's coming back to get what you got for him. And that, and that was the win. And we on the inside track to get in this division two and no. Um, we, we sitting pretty good right now, uh, for a team that's got injuries. And like I said, last week, Marcus Williams is out. Um, Ronnie Stanley's out. Uh, Linda Baum is out. Um, no JK Dobbins, uh, Marlon Humphrey still hasn't recovered yet. And the fact that 
my offensive line, uh, you know, had some fill-ins throughout the game and kept Lamar Jackson upright against a defense that's okay. Wouldn't say they're like top 10. I'd right. say a okay. I say a okay defense. Right. Um, my offensive line held up pretty good, you know. And let's be clear, they don't have a dominant pass rusher. They don't. They don't. But, you know, we had some issues last week against the Texans. And, you know, we know the Texans don't really, you know, got nobody like that. So, um, so this week with the backups playing in on the offensive line, um, protecting Lamar Jackson, zero sacks, kept them upright. Um, and Lamar looked great, man. Um, I know the numbers don't show the greatness of what he did on Sunday, but just the the fact that he got players involved, you know, Zay Flowers with some good, you know, the over-the-top catch, the, I think it was a 50-yard catch um, in the third quarter there. Um, Nelson Aguilar scored a touchdown. We got Mark Andrews back for the first time this year. Um, Odell Beckham with a couple of good catches before he went out, and I'm, and I'm kind of glad – um, that they did sit him out the rest of the game because I know people were worried about, oh, God, here we go again with the injury stuff. But I felt like I felt like they were just trying to protect him the rest of the game to save him moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks like he's not going to miss time, and that's going to be great for us. So I would expect Odell Beckham to come back Sunday against the Colts and you know continue to play. Um, my defense, um, still looking for that guy, that pass rusher, like that one consistent, legitimate pass rusher, but the secondary, which is shorthanded, um, did show up, um, Geno Stone with the red zone interception, uh, huge for us at that time. They was driving on us. We got that interception defense. I thought played, um, pretty well in the game. Um, we only gave up a special teams touchdown. So in essence, you really, when you really think about it, the offense with Joe Burrow, who's now, you know, suffering with the calf injury now after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but that offense, I mean, the whole, that offense to 17 points from their offense, that's, that's pretty damn good. I mean, it's kind of what we did in the playoff game last year. It's just, we didn't have Lamar Jackson and Lamar obviously makes a whole big, deal of a difference there so yeah and i also say that joe burrow consistently starts slow in the, at the beginning of the year so that's, yeah. not, that's not me that's not me trying to take away from y'all win that's just more so saying that joe burrow normally there's a history of that yeah, yeah right he's normally not like he normally don't wake up till later on in the year i ain't gonna lie to you bro this year for them feels different and here's why not only are you 0-2, but you're 0-2 in the division now. Yeah. They lost to Cleveland last right. week, and now you lost to the Ravens now. So that's that's a big deal on top of the fact that you got this calf issue and, you know, who knows how they're going to look moving forward. I think they got the Rams uh, Monday night next week. So in the Rams. Still, by the way, I, I get the, the Rams are looking good, but if if Cincinnati is who they say they are, um, that should be that should be a win. It should be. It, it should be. And yes, the Rams have played. played I think well. well. I, they've played well, well. and and they 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 lost to San Fran, but that's right. San Fran, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, if 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 that offense for Cincinnati don't get themselves right, um, it's 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 gonna be some problems, bro. 
For sure. I agree. It's, I agree. It's, it's going to be some problems. So. Uh, and I'm here for it. Go Going back. Going back to being trash. Being the bunkles. Go yeah, back going, to being the bunkles again, man. I'm cool with that. I ain't, got, I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah. Hey, shout out to uh, Rock Halley247 in the YouTube what up, what live up, chat. What up? Uh, shout out to uh, X Squad Radio, uh, also on the Facebook live chat. Yes, sir. Hey, um, quickly before uh, JR comes on with us, man, um, rest in peace to Irish from 702. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Rest in peace. Rest yeah, in peace. yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't pretend to add a whole bunch of super commentary about how I loved her and she was the most, you know, but I, I know who, who 702 is and their uh, impact on R&B in the 90s. Um, and yeah. that's a, and to be a part of that is definitely something uh, you know you you were part of history. Uh, Seven hundred two was one of them groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely shout out to uh to her recipes condolences to the family. Um. Yeah. 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 Condolences to the family. Condolences to um the two ladies of you know Seven hundred two as well. Her sister. Um, yeah, her, sister. Her, her sister. Yep. Her mm-hmm. sister. Um, I so I, I found out about it while watching Colorado versus Colorado State Saturday night. And um when when I immediately saw the news, um it's it's funny because 702 was was on my mind from earlier that day because I'm listening to Diddy's new album that came out on oh, yeah. uh Friday. And and oh, I, yeah. I I've and I've only listened to a quarter of the album and I'm impressed so far. With what I've listened to, I got to listen to the rest of it. But um, there's a song on there that's got a sample, sample of the Stilo yeah. uh, song from there. So that's what made me think about 702 from that point on through the rest of the day. Right. And 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 to see that um, you know she she passed away, man. Um, it it really 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 sucks, man. Um, not confirmed what it was from, but I know the twin sister Orish passed away 15 something years ago. Um, that was normally, that was originally a part of 702, um, you know, from their early days, um, but, um, got pulled from the group and it was just those, it was just those three, Mm -hmm. um, ladies moving forward there. So, um, and, and I guess another little, um, and, and again, you know, condolences to the family, recipes. Condolences to the, you know, to the two sisters there and, you know, thinking about the families and all that stuff. But just kind of in regards to um, the group 702. So I, I knew this for about a couple of years, but um, Lamisha, the sister, she has a son that got drafted by the Cleveland Browns. That's a uh, linebacker um, for them. He's a, he's a backup linebacker. Oh, um, he, he, he didn't get no burn in the game last night, but, um, he played for West Virginia. He played in, you know, during his college years, you know he played in West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, 20 fields, 20 fields. The second is his okay. name. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I, I knew that from about a couple of years ago, he was in college at the time, um, got drafted in the 2021 draft. I think it was Okay. fifth round. By the Browns. Are you telling um, me something? I ain't know about it. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did get a little bit of burn um the first couple of years, but for some reason this year, not getting you know not getting much playing time through two games. So, um, but I just thought I'd, I'd throw that out there for yeah. you know some folks that didn't know about that. But for sure, rest um, peace. no doubt, no doubt. Rest in peace to uh no. to Irish. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's let's get a brother back here on here, man. Uh. 
Yeah, y'all know him. He was here with us last year uh, from MLBBro.com and from the Shadow League.com. Um, doing some great things over there with the crew. Shout out to Rob Parker and uh, Kelsey Nicole Nelson and everybody else over there. Uh, we got the homie JR Gamble with us. Uh, JR, what's good, man? What's up, fellas? Can you hear me fine? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. We got you. We got All you. All right, back, back again. It's been a, been a little while, but you got me back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. What's been going on with you? How you been? Everything, everything's been good, man. You know, covering this world of sports, doing what I, you know, doing what I do, man. Fighting, fighting for the little people, man. Yes, sir. You know? I hear you. I, I hear you. It. I can dig it. Hey, I, could... I, I guess we could we could start here too. Um, we 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 just you know I'm a Ravens fan and Maestro's a Steelers fan, so we kind of was going through some of our games from you know from this past weekend. Um, is there a game from last week that, you know, kind of stuck out at you? Well, NFL? Yeah. Well, I won my pool last week, so I'm happy. So every, basically <laughs> I wanted things to work out, um, you know, pretty much worked out. I was impressed with Geno Smith mm-hmm. showing that last year was not a fluke. Yes, sir. I mm-hmm. mean, he's, he's a legitimate, you know, quarterback. A star quarterback, borderline in this league. Mm-hmm. He can be counted on to make the late game decision. Him, particularly with his development, I found it good how he made a typical Geno Smith, old school Geno Smith play when he took that sack late in the game all mm-hmm. the way back. Because yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you doing right, right now? Right. Right. But in typical Geno Smith fashion, no pun intended. He liked to get punched and get up off the locker room floor, mm-hmm. you know, and um, come back and do his thing. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. very impressed with his progression as a quarterback. And I don't know. Pete Carroll got to be the luckiest guy in the world because just when you think, oh, Pete is on the way out, he comes up with something like a Geno, a mm-hmm. Russell. A, yeah. You know, he, he pulls yeah. those things out of his back pocket. He's 100 years old, still going. Um, he's in practice throwing dimes. I was about to say he throw better <laughs> pa- he throwing better passes than a lot of people I know. <laughs> yes, like Zach Wilson. Yep. Yeah, time. so yeah, hello. right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I also, uh, I'm concerned with Cincinnati though. Mm. I'm feel, I'm feel very just, concerned just... with Cincinnati because you know. We're not. I'm just say it. If, <laughs> if, if Joe Burrow was a black quarterback, they'd be ready to ship him out. Mm. I mean, just look at look at Patrick Mahomes and how he has to prove that he's the best every single season. That he is head and shoulders above everybody. They always want to compare him with a new Jack, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. None of them are Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow's a, a very good quarterback. But mm-hmm. you see that he has to have a lot more things in order to be successful than Mahomes because when you have two, three receivers like that, they have been totally shut down. Okay? Yeah, yeah. First two weeks, which yeah. is which is unfathomable to me. Just to shut down Jamar Chase, we thought was almost couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're shutting down three Pro Bowl receivers. First two weeks, they've been non-factors. Pretty yeah. much. And JR, and keep in mind, my secondary is banged up. Like I got no Marlon Humphrey and my safety Marcus Williams tore his peck last week. So mm-hmm. he had to miss some time. So the fact that we got guys off the, you know, off the grocery store, you know, in the lineup in the secondary, and the way we shut them down, like 
Come on. <laughs> hey, I do want to mention the Ravens as well. Um, my verdict is still out on them only because I know Ravens fans have a lot of confidence in Lamar Jackson. Like, it's confidence that you can't waver. Yeah. Now, as a non-Ravens fan mm-hmm. who is a Lamar Jackson fan, there's still things about his game to me, little things that I'm going to need him to work out. Overthrows. For a true playoff run. When you have to make – see, a playoff is only about four plays. When you mm-hmm. strip it all down to the team mm-hmm. that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Go back, go to the first game, whether they're wild card or they won a division to the last game. There's going to be four plays you remember mm. that that two or three of them are going to be by the quarterback. Okay? Right. okay. That, yep. that was the difference between going home in the division round, in the conference championship, mm-hmm. but winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson is capable of any type of great game. He can make great throws. He can he can be explosive. He's both for three, four touchdowns. This is what we do know. When you get to the last four, five, six teams in the league, they're not at those places for no reason. Yeah. Their coaching staff, the way they game plan to stop the stars of the game. Yeah. It's at a high, high level. So right. you rarely, if ever, see everybody, even Tom Brady. Doesn't matter who it is, do the, have the same efficiency and effectiveness in the playoffs, all throughout the playoffs. It happens sometimes um, that they do in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So Lamar, the verdict's still out because why? He was hurt at the end of the last two seasons, so we didn't get to yep. see what he would do in right. the playoffs. Right. Yeah. What you do know is that the Ravens were in first place every time he gets hurt. They're they're like yeah. eight and two. Yep. Nine and one. Yep. Seven and three. So that means a lot. He's hey, a, talk he to them winner. Bengals fans, man. Talk to them Bengals fans about it, man. Yeah. He's a winner. <laughs> so don't don't poo-poo him now because you wind up losing, right? Because he's the type of guy that can go 11 for 23 and score four touchdowns. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And win by two touchdowns. He's like, he didn't really do that much. No, no, he did. So I I'm just saying that because I know you're a Bengals fan, and I mean a Ravens fan, and mm-hmm. I love Lamar Jackson, and he's such a polarizing figure. We could talk about him for hours, like how some people view him, how how you know Ravens fans view him. How some people say he still needs to develop as a passer. Yet he led the league in passing touchdowns in his MVP season with 36. So, man, Lamar, it's a lot to figure out with him still. Like we don't know. Who he is yet? How he can he can be twice as good as he is now, which is scary. Yeah. Or he can just stay at this level, win a lot of games, and have to be really fortunate in the playoffs to to you know to win. So those those quarterback, you know, it's always the quarterbacks that stand out. Uh, I, I do have to mention my Giants, although yeah. although. <laughs> It's been a rough start. Six feet of nothing. They were outscored to start the season. Yeah. Yeah. But but I do, I got to give Saquon his props. I thought he didn't want to be there. I thought he was actually like boycotting while he was playing. It, uh-huh. That's how bad it was looking, right? Like mm-hmm. he almost was intentionally right. not playing well. Right, right. All of a sudden, he woke up. And that's the New York Giants. They spent $210 million on a quarterback who needs his running back mm-hmm. to be the slight bit effective, okay? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Well, hey, how much the league is like that? Like, 
Hey, how much, and, and I don't want to take away from the Giants' win on Sunday because, mm-hmm. you know, they were playing Arizona, and it yep. was it was crazy how they went up 20 nothing, and then before you know it, the Cardinals were up 28-7 yeah. in the third quarter. Um, there's this notion out there that the Cardinals are tanking um, the season. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out whether I believe that or not. I mean, you got a quarterback that you just – Gave big money to that stealing from an injury. Kyler Murray, bro, I've been saying yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Well, but why you pick, why you get a man his money then? Like that. I, that I, listen, Trey, I'm confused as you are. I like what you just said is on the money, and, and a lot of times, you know, I think for life with how you guys think, and because uh, we think outside the box of the normal, you know, prognosticator. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense, right? Like they went through all this. Gave him like a record bag, but they don't believe in him. Pe- people will say, "Oh, they showed they didn't believe in him when they asked him to, to sign that study clause within right. the contract." Right. Which mm-hmm. I felt was like, "We can't be turning everything into race, bro." Maybe the dude don't study enough. Exactly. I watched him play. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I watched him play the last two years. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And. He's been going downhill since the rookie season. Yeah. But what are we finding out about rookie seasons? Cam Newton threw for 4,000 yards in his rookie season. Then they figured him out. He couldn't adjust again. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. that guy. Yeah. Or he won an MVP. He won an MVP after that, though. No, no, no. I I, I agree. I'm talking about his passing His yard. game, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. His passing game was it, never as good didn't. as what he had Smith in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. After that. Sure, he was an MVP player, and I'm glad they keep to what an MVP is, a winner, and not just statistics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even though, by far, I mean, I think he has more rushing touchdowns in his career by double over the next closest person <laughs> yeah. at, at yeah. the quarterback position. He does, <laughs> mm. you know? So, yeah, right. He's a Hall of Famer for those reasons. But, um, yeah, you know, you know, Cam, what, what are we talking about? We were talking yeah. about the Cardinals, so I was asking right, right. you, oh, yeah. how so, much do you, yeah. how much do you think that so, it was the Cardinals, right, Kyle getting, getting to a point where, okay, guys, we put twenty eight points on the board, we forgot we was tanking and let we the forgot come we back. was, yeah, like how much of that was? No, you, you tanking is very subjective. Like you don't have to, like for a whole organization to tank, there's always going to be guys within that organization unless you get rid of everybody with a winning instinctive bone in their body right. there's right. gonna be somebody that's not buying in the way that organization's tank is your top quarterback goes out for the season even with them you know you don't have enough manpower to win it all yeah we won't go too hard fielding talent this season and we hope that we only win two three four games and we'll make these subtle little decisions throughout the course of the season Mm. resting guys here resting guys there right that will that will help us lose as many games as we can and the icing on the cake and the icing on the cake would be this coming draft where you got caleb williams shador sanders and a few other people uh the kid from oregon um if the cardinals selected any one of those guys then i think that's like solidified the fact that they was really out to just, you know, get a high draft pick and get their next quarterback. And, and unfortunately for Murray, it's more than just a game. Like, 
if you look at Kyler Murray, he was the offensive rookie of the year, I believe, his rookie season. I think so. Um, when when he arrived, the Cardinals' wins have doubled. That's usually the sign of a franchise quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. They made them. Mm-hmm. They were miserable, terrible before he yep. got there. Yeah. They were two years later. They they are a playoff team. You got to give him that credit, right? Mm-hmm. You also got to give JJ Watt that credit, right? Mm-hmm. And when he had D Hop and Chandler Jones, and Chandler mm-hmm. Jones that credit. He lost yep. a lot of those guys. Got hurt, which was everybody's concern. He's little. Yeah. Look, my son, a 5'8", 166-pound uh, beast of a baseball and football player. But what, what do we understand? He can't take too many of certain types of blows. At least yeah. I don't want him doing right. that on the field. Yeah. He's not 6'4", 240, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kyler Murray, it, it, look, he's the type of quarterback where he has to have I mean, being off the field is not going to help you. You have to have, like, MVP caliber seasons for them not to look at 6'3", six, 6'4", six, quarterbacks for the rest of your career. Exactly. It don't matter what you do. Exactly. Exactly. If a 6'3 guy pops up that can do something close to what you can do, right. you're, on, you're on the way out. He's a very unique player, a once-in-a-lifetime kind of player, shortest quarterback ever drafted, also drafted in baseball, turned down $9 million from the Oakland A's. Um, Verdict's still out. Quarterbacking is such a tough position. The yeah, verdict is still sure. out. He hasn't yeah. played. When you haven't played, yeah, you see, know. I think for I think I think when Kingsbury left, I think and I, and we talk about this all the time. Trey Kingsbury got him that contract. I don't think the Cardinals mm-hmm. was trying to give him that money. Mm-hmm. Kingsbury got him that contract, and then that next, this this past season came and. Shit didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Kingsbury is gone, and yeah. now and, and and now Kyler Murray here he is by himself, not with his with his. You know they they touted him as the coach quarterback. That whole relationship that they had that relationship, and yeah. now that that's gone, they got this dude that they paid all this money, and he don't got no relationship with his with his coach or, I, his, I, or his teammates. And and the biggest thing with Kyler Murray, let's be honest, if he was a pillar of the locker room. If yeah. he was a guy that was easy to talk to, a leader who would take a guy under his wing, he has a Napoleonic complex. And I don't say that to be disrespectful because yeah. if you find nine, as number one pick in the NFL draft, that complex serves you well. And you need yeah. to keep that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. I know a lot of guys like Murray, you just don't tend to get along with everybody right. all the time. Right. Your, how you gotta, the headspace you got to keep yourself in. Mm-hmm. Make everybody think you're obnoxious, um, you're a narcissist. But even if that's not the case, that's how he has to go about his business. So he has strained relationships on the team, yelling at the coach, yelling at players. He don't hold his tongue. Problem is, he don't have seven Super Bowl rings. Right. Mm. Not only do he not have seven Super seven Super Bowl rings, but the second Slim got injured, DeAndre Hopkins got injured that year. He started yeah, playing like he some shit. He fell off the earth. Yeah, he started playing he like some shit. He yeah. sure did. His game went from here, Maestro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So when you start playing like shit, nah, you can't talk to me crazy and you playing and you playing like shit. Don't right. talk to me. Yeah, don't talk to me. Who you? You some shit. <laughs> you talking to? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So I mean, you you're right. And um, it's it for me again. It seems like they try. It seems like. They first train for Caleb Williams. That's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like, man. They're on the first train for Caleb Williams. They they are hoping that they can figure it out. Can mm. I be honest? Yeah. What's up? After watching these guys play, 
I just feel like physically and as far as the accuracy of being a quarterback, Shador's a better pro prospect right now than Caleb Williams. Williams will be drafted higher. Yeah. Williams will have the the acclaim. Uh, you know, he's won the Heisman. Yeah. We've had more time to see him play against high-level competition. But if you're looking at height, size, intelligence, accuracy, pedigree. Pedigree for sure. Mm. Come on, dog. Like, yeah. actually, Shador doesn't get the respect he deserves because he's prime son. And yeah. everybody's like, we just going to wait. There's a lot of hype around this guy. But I keep watching him, and I'm not talking about the 500 yard games. That's gonna mm. happen in college football. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, right. That, that's gonna happen. I'm talking about watching him make pro passes, mm -hmm. watching him under duress, and those with, moments too, with, man. Where his father's going crazy on the sideline, and he act like he's just eating a sandwich. Mm. About to go in there, don't worry. I'm about to go in there, drive us down the field, pop. And when those yeah. moments, yeah, you, you saw it Saturday night, you did. 98, 98 yards, yeah. game Woo. on the line, Woo. yeah, like it was yeah. nothing, right? Like right, he was, like he was chewing ice. I, uh, maybe I, um, look, I don't pretend I, I, I am a new college fan because I'm a bandwagon Colorado fan. Let me be clear and honest about that. Most people um, are same here, same yeah, here. No, a lot. I, I, of people hey, are. let me tell you, I I stayed up till two thirty in the morning to watch that game. We all did, bro. No, I, no, no, I dozed in. I was going to say, Maestro didn't. I can, I I can tell you. I, I can tell you right now, Maestro did not. I had my kids. My kids had me watching Barbie. And right. then I fell asleep and I woke up. And I cut the game on. I, I was there, first quarter there, fell asleep, woke up, fell back asleep, woke up. I, 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 went, I wasn't there. But I, I seen what I needed to see. I will say this, though. Um, I tend to... I like the way Shador plays the game. I love the way he plays the game. But I will say this. Um, outside of TCU, because TCU was in the championship, Nebraska is some trash, and Colorado State is some trash, but I guess but that's a more rivalry thing. So that's why that, mm -hmm. that thing was there. Mm -hmm. They play USC in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. and, and and I get that that's not going to be the tell the telltale of who's the they best. They play Oregon player. next week. Oregon's going to be that's tough. That's true. That's true, too. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true too, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm looking past that. USC is the game right now because yeah. <laughs> Oregon got a quarterback too now. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. But I'm talking well, about they, direct. I'm talking about primetime TV. Caleb sure. Williams versus Shador Sanders. Well, sure. if they get past Oregon, the, the Shador Caleb matchup will be the Heisman matchup. Yeah, yeah. What, oh, for what, certain. What everybody's mm -hmm. saying now. Yeah. I gotta say, I picked Colorado to win seven games this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I, like everybody else in the world, I didn't really know the roster right. because he kept it a big, he kept his roster a huge secret and you could say he was bluffing, but I don't, I don't think Dion would talk all that mess, right? He's too much of a business. He's too good of a salesman, a right. businessman. He's too smart to yeah. talk all that mess. If he didn't know, he had one of the top. Recruiting class in the country now his his transfer classes I think one or two mm. in the entire country yeah, for sure right and I'm saying and I'm saying one so okay that I knew I knew it was one I didn't want to say one maybe it's yeah yeah, yeah 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 so, yeah so 
like, and transfers are all like juniors, right? They're all old men. Yeah. So, you know, he had dogs. Mm -hmm. He was in a perfect conference because the Pac 10 still kind of, Pac 12 probably kind of soft still, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Pac 4. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> the Pac Four now right, is it, kind of soft. So if you build a team like Dion with a dog mentality, I don't think there's any team in that conference that that is as dogged, you know, has such a, yeah. a rugged dog mentality put into them. Every, all them other schools are Hollywood. Yeah, Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The I'm Washingtons, the Stanfords. Yeah. Yeah. They're talented, but Hollywood. So, yeah. they are gritty. So, yeah. all these games are going to be close. I underestimated that um, aspect, fellas. But I'm telling you, and I'm telling everyone, because it can't be Trey Maestro. It can't be one way or the other, right? When we're mm -hmm. sports guys really analyzing things, we know Colorado's going to hit some rough times. Yeah. And you can pull, and you can, and I said that before the Travis Hunter injury. But listen, my dude, let's be honest. You can, you can try to ignore it. You're going into play two top 20 ranked teams, mm. 15 mm. ranked, without your best player. Yeah. And yeah. he's not just your best player. Yeah. He's a game changer that yeah. comes up. Yeah. That can, that you could not hear about Travis Hunter for three quarters. Fourth quarter come game on the line. Yeah. He's one yeah. of those guys. Yeah. When Shador needs one other player He's to be match missed. his intensity, his um, higher level of performance in the clutch. Yeah. Is only one up. And I love Horn. I love number 10. What's his name? He's he's crazy with it. The receiver. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Horn. Yeah. And the other guy, Horn is five and number 10. That catches most of he's the leading receiver, I think, this year. So mm -hmm. I, I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. My apologies. I, I know who you're um, talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My apologies, Colorado fans and, you know, people. All oh, that's bandwagoners. All that's bandwagoners. But, but they are gonna hit it. they're going to hit a rough spot. And it's I mean, a bad man, time you, to hit it, though. Guys imagine if they ran the table and went to the playoffs. Sheesh, man! I'm not going there yet. Not that I wouldn't want to see that yeah. happen because yeah. I'd have stuff to write about for the next month. Right? But, yeah. <laughs> but whew, that college football season is hard. And now, ask Michigan, ask ask Chris Webber, Juwan Howard, and them guys how it is when you black and and you're the best and the whole country is looking at you as the main yeah. sports story yeah. every day. Yeah. It hit different. It hit different when, when grandmothers is just looking because they see Dion dancing with some 96-year-old white woman. That make that make a 72-year-old white lady changing the channels be like, wait a minute, what's going on yeah. here? Right. Who right. is that man? Right. Right. Dancing, right? Like, he's doing a lot over there, fellas. Like, yeah, you made you brought up an interesting point, man. Um, Oregon. And then USC without Ooh. Travis Hunter is going to be. I mean, come on, dog. That's yeah. going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I got them losing both games. Yeah. That's going to that be tough. reason. Yeah. And I hope people don't kill them too bad because your best player's out. And, yeah. you know, nowadays everybody, you know, they're going to say, no excuses, line it up. But, yo, there is in college ball and high school ball when your best player's out, it matters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. nah, You're a completely yeah, different team in mm -hmm. high school and college when your best player's out. So, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Because yeah. those are going to be Hunter's moments, right? right? But you know what, JR? I'm going to give Dion the benefit of the doubt because okay. if there's one guy, if there's one coach 
that can gather the group together from a you know inspirational standpoint okay. and that can yeah. that can say some things and get you going it's it's Deion Sanders it's prime time yeah but all that inspiration and look I look I'm hoping with you but all that inspiration don't mean shit once you get cracked because look yeah. think about it maestro because think about it maestro you, you you said it earlier Colorado State and I ain't never heard of Colorado State until What's his name had to come out of his mouth talking about I'll take my hat off and I wear my glasses (laughs) and stuff, right? But guess what his players did? His players came out and they showed up. Yeah, they did. And they they showed out. And they almost pulled off the upset, right? Yeah. So if that coach can do it to that group of players, imagine what Dion can do with this group. Yeah, but what I was saying, rebuttal to it is, is also that Colorado State is very familiar with Colorado. That is a rivalry. That is, so, so, sure. so, so, sure. yeah, so, yeah. That's, that, that's so, a bowl game. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, there is that's something. True. So, yeah, inspiration, the coaches talking inspiration does play a part, but a mm-hmm. lot of those kids, they know what this is. Mm-hmm. They know what this is. They go like, they it's a, and it's a little different from the the Nebraska thing when Nebraska went over there being disrespectful. Colorado right. State don't like Colorado. It's like mm-hmm. Michigan versus Michigan State every year. Like yep. they don't yep. like Florida, each other. Florida State, yeah, yep. right, yeah, right. Yeah, so, Ohio so, State, Michigan State. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a different. That's a different thing when uh, they one and I don't know where ge- geography wise how close Colorado State is to Colorado, but you know these people intermingle with each other and talking yeah, yeah. shit to each other. You know what I'm saying? So they in the same a, family, bro. Right, right, family. right. You're right. So so yeah, it's gonna be shit talking going on. Amongst each other, so these players are on campus having shit talked to them by other players, right. and uh, like you know what I'm saying. That's a little different motivation than um than from what the uh, the coaches you know the, what a coach saying. But sure. it's, but when you're talking about Oregon and USC, and we're talking about not only and they're I, rivals too now, and sure, I, and, but, I understand, and I understand the Colorado thing. Okay, I yeah, understand. That, the, yeah, that, I understand the differentiation to that, but let's keep it in context. Oregon and Colorado University, that they're and, still rivals. Well, in let the me conference. rebut that. Are they rivals? Yep. Because Colorado hasn't been good, and Oregon has. Um, and we all and we all know, and we all know right. that it can't be a rivalry if the other team is just constantly beating the shit out the other team. <laughs> right. Colorado State and yeah, Colorado, are they any good? <laughs> but Colorado losing a lot of old rivalry. Yeah, but too. Colorado equally, was equally, equally not good. That, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, true. They were equally yeah. not good. So they can still have that rivalry. Yeah. And again, them being that close to each other, you yeah. can still have that thing. Yeah. Oregon is a good team historically. Yeah. Yeah, USC is a good team historically outside of a couple of years when they was going through all that uh, that shit they was going through. Yeah. So right. the thing is, is that, yeah, yeah, you could say we're in the same conference, but that ain't no rivalry. That's a, uh, we're going to find out when they play, but that is a team that's here historically mm-hmm. and a team that's here historically. Right, now, right. So, I mean, you know, Dion definitely about to walk into some shit without So his- I'll say this. I'll make a prediction then. So I think they lose to Oregon. And I think they lose to USC, but I don't think I don't think they're getting blown out. I think okay. they're gonna. Okay. They, I think they. I think they're gonna be in both of these games, and and I think they lose late, some way, somehow, field goal, touchdown game, something like that. Like I don't think right. they're gonna be the, the offense blown out. Is, is proper. The offense is yeah. proper, even without yeah. Travis. The offense can rock. I, I just right. I, I'm just really talk, speaking to the intangibles. Yep. That when a play is needed, there's a handful of guys going to give it to you. 
Yeah. I'm talking one or two plays in the game. But overall, the offense, they have some bomb burners and some really talented guys on offense. It's the defense mm -hmm. where they're going to hurt not having Hunter, particularly facing passing. The next two weeks, you're going to face teams that's going to throw 45 times, yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. They're going right. to throw 45 right. times. Right. So is right. Amari Cooper ready to be that, uh, 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 you know, that guy? They, they said that him and Travis Hunter were going to be probably one of the greatest tandem of cover corners in the history of college football and both go pro. Mm. So I need to see Cooper step up. No, Kamani McClain. Sorry. Kamani uh, I, McClain. I was about to, because I, I don't know the roster, Will. I was just going to Kamani. I think McClain. I know who he was referring to, but I'll yeah. let you ride. <laughs> nah, don't, let, don't ever do that. No, I'm just letting you finish your statement. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just be talk, I'll be talking fast and say uh -huh. the wrong name. So, <laughs> Kamani McClain, he has to really step up and and do his thing, you know, as and t and take up some of that slack. But I don't know, you know. I know Shiloh's gonna be ready. Yeah. Um. But having Hunter is such a, you know, advantage, man. Well, such let, an advantage. Let so, me go ahead and get in my bandwagon bag. Let me go ahead and get my bandwagon bag. They whipping both their asses. They uh -oh. they beating Oregon. And oh, now you, oh, now you flipping, huh? I, no, no, I never said. All I said is that they had challenges. I never said shit about who was going to oh, win. Oh boy, let's be clear. Because I'm because I'm ready to go get my Colorado hoodie. I'm ready to go get it. I'm I'm that bandwagon fan. Hey, hey, we should go, man. Yeah, we. Hey, we should go. U.S. Uh, which one? U.S.C. That's Oregon. Not um whatever, whichever one. I don't care. I think one of those games is a Colorado USC. home game, but. Um. Yeah, I, I don't care, bro. Let's. I, I'm trying to be like like Wu Tang going out to Colorado to see you know prime time. Yeah, trying to be like Cam and Mace going out there. You Everybody's got the rock. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Wayne out there and all Everybody. that, man. Yeah. Now speaking of celebrities outside at the Colorado game, I heard via Stephen A. Smith that uh, T.O. was there in Colorado over the weekend. And Stephen A was there over the weekend, and they both can acknowledge that they saw each other, and ain't nobody had shit to say to each other. So, what is this beef about, really? Oh well, to me, you know, Stephen A's whole life is about making money, playing, playing, using his power to put himself in a position to to drum up ratings. Stephen A's the master, okay? He's the master classman of all this stuff. He's not really beefing. Mm -hmm. What he does is he likes to come off, you know, being from Queensland, he likes to come off as like this sports mafia Don type of guy mm, that yeah. can get you bodied, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your career body, get you bodied. Why? Because I, he tells you all the time, I'm the biggest name on ESPN. I get the most ratings. Everybody listens to me. A lot of what Stephen A does as a 50-something-year-old adult to me Mm -hmm. Not to get too personal, sure. goes back to <clears throat> him not being that guy when he was younger. Mm. And oftentimes, when you're like totally ignored when you're young, right? And then you blow up into somebody that everybody listens to all the time, he's just trying to keep the, the thing going. And Good. in between what they're arguing about, you know, there's petty jealousies in the game. Mm. I'm jealous of this guy. He's jealous of this guy. Steve, remember, Steve came up writing for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Yeah. So he was covering T.O., yeah. AI, guys like that. Yep. 
for for every hundred articles you wrote back then, eighty of them probably positive. Might be twenty where you had to rip somebody a new one, and they don't like, and they hold that grudge for mm. a long time. So them going into it, and then they had the beef with, you know, on the show where they they use something the tos that he didn't want them to use, and uh, you know, just the the drama. I I don't really get it. The only kick I get out of this stuff is for writing purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, to get to get people to look at something because everybody don't really want to read sports stories anymore. But Stephen A. He's been going on this little podcast run now where he's just, you know, beefing with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been getting a little spicy lately. Yeah, yeah. He's been getting a bit spicy, trying to bigwig people and warn people. Like, what he said to T.O., those are fighting words. Like, I know what y'all ain't trying to really say? fight. What so I need, to, I need to give Maestro some, uh, some back. Yeah. Context for the story here. Because all right? I saw was so, tweets. All I saw nah, was Steve was talking greasy on his so, podcast. Okay. So so here's what happened. So so Stephen A was on Joe Button podcast. Now I saw the podcast, but go ahead. You saw you saw the episode? I, yeah, I, you know, I sent you I sent you a clip of uh him saying that Shannon's Shannon Shot was pushed off at, pushed out of That's correct, point. right, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so well, in that so in that same episode, um they asked him about him and Max Kellerman. Right. And, you know, it's it's like when Stephen A does other people's podcasts. Every every time someone asks him about that, he's always saying, hey, me and Max Kellerman didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to win, blah, blah, blah. So it was either I had to go or he had to go. And they cut me instead and they and they chose to get rid of Max Kellerman, right? So this clip of him answering this question about Max Kellerman resurfaces over Twitter. And so now people who are Max fans got something to say. People who are Stephen A fans have something to say. And so, guys, if you remember the... You black, when Max was he blacker than... T.O. Yes. he blacker than, uh, than yes. Stephen A. That, that yeah. episode. That yeah. episode. So, <laughs> so that clip starts to resurface, right? Right. And um, T.O. came out and kind of retweeted the video and said, hey, you know... This is why he didn't want Max on the show no more mm. because of that particular clip where Got he was you. like, Max seems blacker than you. Got you. So that's when the back and forth, you know, started to take place. Got you. And I, and, and I got a, and I got an opinion, a quick opinion about, you know, what's been transpiring here. And, and mm-hmm. I get it when you go on these podcasts and stuff, because he's been on The Breakfast Club. He's yeah, been he's on been Ebro. Um, he was on um Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay's podcast yep. a few months ago. Um you talking about Stephen A. Stephen mm-hmm. A. Okay, yeah, Stephen okay, A. yeah. He, he's been on the run. Yeah, because he was on uh Paul George joint too. He was on a, a few of them. Yeah, he was Paul on Paul George, yeah. Mike Tyson, yeah, joint. Yeah, he's he's been on he's been on a run. Um Wallow yeah. Wallow and Gilly. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been on a run, like even with the book promotion and stuff, he's been on a run. But the the thing that I think I didn't like what Stephen A did, what he said on Joe Button's joint when they asked him about it, was that he started going into the whole um, Max wasn't an athlete, Max wasn't a journalist. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't yeah. say that. And like in the previous podcast when they was asking him this, he, he didn't say that. This is the first time I heard him say something about Max not being a journalist and not being an athlete. So that was the reason for um, Max and... Stephen A. not, you know, meshing on the show. 
Steve was barely an athlete, though. I love when he says that, bro. I don't know. If that's I, that's not how He's I like took barely what he said, an athlete. Though. That's not what I took. What he said. I thought I took it as him saying mm-hmm. that he felt like the that people weren't give weren't responding to him because he wasn't an athlete or a, or a journalist. So right. when they were talking about football topics, they wasn't. He was saying that he felt like the people weren't really uh, crediting his opinion because he wasn't a journalist and because yeah. he wasn't an athlete, not necessarily that he wasn't, but that that's why he felt like he felt like that the ratings were going to slip because he felt like people weren't respecting his opinion. Yeah. I understand that part. I understand the breakdown of what you just said there. My issue is, is that when you went on the breakfast club, when you went on Ebro show, when you went on Mike Tyson's podcast, you didn't say that specifically you didn't bring up the whole journalistic and you know the not him not being an athlete part you brought this up just recently on joe button's podcast and it's like your answer every time you go on these podcasts keeps changing (laughs) and the fact that it keeps changing is why people are reacting to you in the Uh way that you are and this is why to came out with the whole, you know, clip that he came out with. That's why you and that's why you and T.O. were going, you know, back and forth and stuff. And, yeah. and just for and and just for more clarification sure. too, when he did, um, when when Stephen A. did Van Lathan's podcast, that was the first time I learned about um, T.O. suing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know exactly what the details were in re- in regard to that, but. He said that that's exactly why him and T.O. don't like speak on any terms anymore Mm -hmm. was because T.O. tried to put a lawsuit on him. See, yeah, yeah, I I mean, nah, I don't really see it like that, bro, because like, I mean, yeah, I, 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 what I will admit is, yeah, that's the first time he said that. But his story has been pretty consistent. He's saying the same thing. I didn't like working with him. He's saying that on every single podcast. It's just that he chose at this time specifically to add that other detail just like you you said at the van lathan joint he added a detail about to like these are things that he just decided to add on Mm -hmm. per different podcasts he also said he also said on joe button podcast like i said he said that um that uh he was talking about shannon shop and why shannon shop was over there like he wasn't Mm -hmm. saying that on other podcasts he said that right on joe button podcast so i i I, i'm more i'm more liking uh or I would say that the reason for that is is because, you know, when you're doing different podcasts, you're doing different interviews, sometimes you in the mood for talking this way. And based on how, uh, you know, based on the interviewer's style and how they're asking questions, it yep. prompts you to do things a different way this time. And because yep. nobody goes and regurgitates the same information the same exact way Every like we know we going over the same amount of information, the same shit. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the same shit. Right. But nobody it's not like we, we're not going to be uh, monolithic robots that just read, uh, read our answers off of a piece of paper. And every time we're asked the same question, we answer. It of the course, same way. of course not. So, but don't you think that hits a little different when you say that the guy that no, I'm asking, don't you don't you think that don't you think that that hits different when you say the guy that you used to work with wasn't a journalist? And he wasn't an athlete, which is why they didn't mesh together. Like, don't you think that hits a little different? Because to me, that to me, I would question. Wait, then why did he and Molly y'all, y'all bought Max on? Yeah, 
Yeah, it was your idea to bring him on in the first place. And you knew this dude's resume before you brought him in. So mm-hmm. now it's a problem that because he wasn't a journalist and he wasn't an af- a former athlete that that's y'all's problem now. And y'all been bragging about being number one for all this time. Like when whenever Stephen A says, oh, um, you know, I want to win and stuff. I'm like, when have y'all not been winning? Because y'all been number one, according to y'all. Right. But you know how you right. stay winning? It's foresight. So when you see something might not work, you get rid of it before it before it fucks up your win. Mm. So I mean, I mean, so I mean, I, I can see it. Your I can see it your way. And, and risky, but I understand. I mean, yeah, because if it pays mm. off, you're a genius, and if it don't, yep. and you do nothing, then you're then you're number two, and you're not where you want to be. And now you're getting looked at by your superiors. And let's be clear, he still got superiors, no matter how much clout he got on ESPN. He still right. got superiors. He only got that clout because he's been number one for his for these amount of years. So it's it is his job to have to stay number one, right? To stay number one. So and, I mean, and quite frankly, and, Skip was never a threat. Getting in drama <laughs> and getting in drama is part of it's how part you of stay it. on 100%. top. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. That's why he don't care. He's taking shots at everybody because all that does is help him. He in a position now. See, you can move based on your position in life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how. He can move and how I can move or how you can move, how yeah. that guy can move. It depends on where you are. Right. What what cards you're holding, right? And then what do you want to do with those cards? How do you want to move? Stephen A had to create has to create competition for himself because he has none, bro. Because he has none. Exactly. I'm gonna keep it real. Right. 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 Exactly. He way he making way more money than anybody else is trying to do this. And he's not an athlete. Which actually gives him props as a black man doing it, right? Because yeah, they only yeah. have the athletes do. It. So he's like with the Caucasian guys and 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 anyone of a non-black ethnicity that that are on these shows, they can come from anywhere mm-hmm. and, and yeah. make it, right? Usually, we don't come from anywhere. We got to be former athletes. And then right. you get on the show, and, and then maybe you get a guy, usually a white guy, and they surround him with a bunch of former athletes, a la Skip Bayless, yeah. or even or mm-hmm. even just have a whole side show. Have a rap, have an old rapper mm-hmm. that's always high, right? That everybody loves, and a bunch of dudes that just yell all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, what are we gonna do to grab the ratings? Yeah. And to me, it's like. The most outrageous stuff wins. And Stephen A can't really get busy like he wants on ESPN That's right. doing that show. Which is why he got the podcast. Right. And then right. depending on the podcast he goes on, he's going to be a chameleon. Right? Yeah. If he's going on a rugged podcast like Joe Budden, mm-hmm. well... It used to be rugged. I don't right, know yeah, yeah. Today, but whatever. <laughs> hey, them niggas getting money, but he was on yeah, Cam and Ma- but he was on Cam and May's joint getting busy. Yep, he was on Cam and May's joint getting busy. That's and so, that's the thing. And, yep. and 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 let's be clear, he's a smart, he's a smart motherfucker, Stephen. Oh Nick. yeah, oh yeah. He know Cam and May's his direct competition. Yep. Go mm-hmm. over there and go make friends. Instead of being on here on Cam and Mace bad side, because we know what they're doing right yep. now in the, in, in the media space, we know yep. what they're doing. Yep. Nah, let, nah, let's go be friends. Let's go be friends. And you, I don't need I don't need rappers who've been in competition their whole coming life at me. career, right? And more so, it's coming at me because I just be honest. I love what Cam and Mace are doing, but you know they're not gonna really be able to debate hardcore sport people. 
yeah. for an extended period of time. They got their lanes yeah. where it's cool, but Stephen A. safe as far as got lane. But yeah. what they're doing, I'm glad you brought them up. Because what they're doing is a formula that a lot of brothers wanted to do for a yeah. long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, even myself. <laughs> yeah. When I watched them, I be thinking that. about me and Maestro. Like, yeah. damn, like that should have been us. We don't cuss <laughs> enough and we ain't had the capital to start. Nah, it's a lot of guys that going back to the 90s, because, you know, that's where the hip hop sports thing really fused. And yeah. I come out that era. A lot of guys that tried to have that formula, but the problem was. White people ain't going for that shit unless you started they, on your own. They were. They were big enough and independent enough where they could really say whatever the fuck they exactly. wanted to say. Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. right. That's why right. I tend not to... The check make you want to work for an ESPN, a Fox, a FS1. Um, but honestly speaking, a, a, a real sports guy's desire is to be Dan Patrick in his basement with his boys and still yeah, making money. Shit, right. Yeah, talk, Keeping it a buck. Yeah. JR, I ain't gonna hold you, JR, but I'll give you a better example. Um, and a friend of ours that you know put us on, Doug Stewart and his brother Ryan. Live they Stu. used to be the two yeah. live stews down in Atlanta. Morning when I lived in North Carolina, when I moved, I moved from North New York, I was working at the newspaper in North Carolina, listening to them guys every morning. The 90s, they were they were the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why what happened. But I know there's a story behind that. It got they got too real. Off the face they, they, like they, they got too real. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but, not that they got too real. They instead of starting their own thing, they went to ESPN and started yeah, and started dealing with them talking heads when they should have started their own thing. And that and, that, and that's and that's just my opinion. I mm-hmm. was fucking a teenager when they was yeah, when too. they was didn't. You know what I'm saying? They was but that's just my thing, opinion. Yeah, but they no was. reason no reason that a show that hat was doing what they was doing. And I guess, it's, and I it's guess. Not anywhere around now. Right, right, right. And they was in Atlanta doing that show. Like, yeah, think about it. Black talk Capital. About, <laughs> talk about being ahead of your time. Yeah. That's the problem. Some people are ahead of their time. Yeah. Yeah. They caught that wave, that Atlanta wave, a yep. little early. Mm. If they was hot like that five years later, they would have been the voice of Atlanta sports. Period. Like, like early two thousands, like yeah. yeah. When they was on ESPN, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. They, you can't go on ESPN and talk shit like you want to talk shit. So no, you can't. Yeah. So we never. When I was introduced to them, I I, I, I heard of the two live dudes, but when I was introduced to them, it was on ESPN, and they was cool. They had a little flavor, whatever, whatever. But they wasn't talking that talk. They can't do it. They're not gonna let you do it. They on couldn't ESPN. do it like that. Yeah. They're not gonna let you do it on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I was, you know, I was glad to see Black Brothers on TV. But I don't, you know, I don't know you, and you just, you just, w- with respect, because I, you know, we know Doug, me and Trey know Doug, um, we know him personally. Um, but um, with respect, so it's like you can't really talk your shit on there. You can't talk your shit on there, and mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, I just look at you like another motherfucker on ESPN talking. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you black. I'm glad you black. But you just another motherfucker talking because you can't really get into the bag and say what you really, really want to say. So they, they just filled the void that been there that dude's been talking about for years. Yeah. How do you fill it? It takes the right people to fill it. They have nothing to lose. Already yeah. have their money right. Right. And, and right. when they and when they say it, it's cool because they don't know corporate shit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's right. What we get. That's what we get effed up. Is even if you're not corporate, the game is corporate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you're yeah. in the game, 
like me, and you try to be rugged corporate because I actually run websites. Yeah. That's as corporate as you get, bro. Right. Yeah. Trust me. Right. 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 But I'm not that guy. Right. Like, yeah, I went to college. I believe in education. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a sports rap kind of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you got us, right? A little yeah. different. But it's where, where's the market other than your own market yeah. or social media? And then nobody want to be talking to themselves. Everything based on popularity. Yeah, right. So right. they they were popular enough, and sports is basic overnight success. Popular, you know, like mm-hmm. enough for everybody. Yeah, to just come on there and say, you know what? We just gonna fucking talk. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. yo, pause. We yeah. gonna use our street terms. Yeah. We're going to use every anything we was talking, sitting on the corner while we was hustling, because hustlers talk about sports all day mm-hmm. long, just like everybody else. At the, you, could be at the, you could be on the block, hand to hand back in the day, or you could be at the water cooler, um, Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. The same conversation going on, just different dialects. Yeah. Different co- way to culturally express it. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so, damn, everybody... A lot of sports guys are looking at that Cam and May show like, yeah, Damn. That's if only, that's if the only thing, and, and 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 the thing that they got going for them too, man, is um, them bitches shaking ass in the commercials. Lord, that, about that too. That, that element. That too. That you too. Can't too. Have that on ESPN. Right. Right. Like, like, like Dre. Let's be honest. It's a really a no-brainer formula, right? No-brainer. Like, like, if you got, if you can, if you comfortable enough and your money right, and you want to go for it, yep, dog. Do, do do it from a strip club. Talk sports from a strip club. It's mm-hmm. it's like there's still there's still plenty of levels to go with this sports yeah. talk, talk stuff. Yeah. Especially the way it's so commercialized now with everybody coming at it the same way. Right. But you throw some beautiful women in there. Love it. You use a little bit of profanity and and understand we your sports a little bit where you can stand on mm-hmm. stuff. Right. You can't lose, bro. Yeah. Look yeah. at social media. Yeah, it'll yeah. tell you. It'll tell you every Everything element you, you need to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. look yep. at the most successful crap on there, right? Right. This yeah. is what you need. Motherfuckers fighting, preferably. Mm-hmm. Like if you and Trey just said, "Yo, mid show, we just gonna start fucking wailing on each mm-hmm. other." <laughs> that shit will go viral, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I only got thirty seconds of wreck. I don't know the last time Trey for it, but. Ah! I, 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 <laughs> Hey. I, I'm normally hey, trying to knock it down. Hey, hey, Back home, you back in for the Raiders. Anything for the Raiders. I think uh. y'all could punch me a couple times if that's <laughs> five million followers in a bag. Oh man, I'll, hey. I'll get stitched up and split the money with you. That's hey, J- hey, Jr. Back in Brooklyn, they used to call it shoot the five. Yes, niggas yes, used to go five minutes, man. I don't know about it right now. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That shit is not, stupid. Not, not Who the, the fuck is... Yeah. But I, I had to fight this kid named Shannon in 11th grade. He was like <laughs> six foot two. Okay? I, I had been in fights, but I had not been in fights where they keep breaking you up and telling you to go back at it. Mm-hmm. When I say after four minutes straight of fight, I was just done... We both tapped out, bro. See, when you when you we young, like, that you works good? when you yeah, young. I'm good. I'm good. 
See, that no. shit wouldn't work when I'm young because I was a sensible child. <laughs> After two breakups, hey, bro, I'm not even mad no more. What the fuck are we still fighting for? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. When, when no breakups where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so hard, though, to, to maintain a fight. So much stamina. You don't know it yeah. until you try to do it. And mm-hmm. then you see, you're like, yo, well, how come those rounds are only three minutes, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. That three ain't minutes is a long fucking time. Try to wear out for three minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it, it ain't <laughs> it ain't it <laughs> y'all want to talk some baseball before i head out yes sir yes sir yeah we got it we got to get your baseball conversation because we we got to know playoffs get is on the way we got yes, to know sir. we got to know who who to look who we looking out for what, what's your opinion what's going on yeah a lot of brothers well there's not a lot of brothers in the league but again the brothers in the league are all really good, right? Can't yep. have no average black players, right? Yes, sir. Got a bunch of average white players. Can't have a, and that's no disrespect, but numbers every, game. Every brother good in, yeah. in baseball. Facts. So, the win, Facts. so all the winning teams got a couple brothers on them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Cedric Baltimore. Cedric Mullins in Baltimore. See? Mookie Betts in LA. Let my man cook. Let my man cook. Trey chill. So I don't go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Trey, right? Trey, Trey knows. Um you know, every team knows, too. You know, Houston, of course, has the NLA. They have black managers, which are even more rare mm-hmm. than only two in the whole game. And, you know, yeah. both those guys, they win, like, every year. You yeah, know, but Dusty. Look, mm-hmm. look at Minnesota. Finally took the division. They got Byron Buxton, who, who hasn't even been healthy, but they gave him a $100 million contract last year. He's, he's a great player who stays hurt. But, if you know, if he can stay um, – if he can – Stay healthy. Minnesota has a shot, but they also have Nick Gordon, um, Tom Gordon's son on their team. He he plays sparingly, and they have um a, another key person in Minnesota. You got uh Buxton and then uh, and Gordon and, and Michael A. Taylor, the mm. outfielder. So they have three uh bros, and then you know Tampa don't have any. Toronto has no uh, no. What about um, them boys in Atlanta? Acuna now, and those guys. Yep. I get to them. Seattle has J.P. Crawford. I'm a, I just want to run down the bros of some of these teams. Look out yeah. for J.P. Crawford or Seattle. Um, who else we got that's in that's in the race? Uh, of course, Atlanta is like, you know, the top of the heat. They're the best yeah. team in the league. They're they the have favorite. Michael, Michael A. Harris. You know, Michael Harris the second is just Money Mike. He's becoming one of the greatest all-around players in the game mm. right now. After early season slump, he's really – come back and he's doing everything you know um they got another guy they got Vaughn Grissom on there who he's another black player he wasn't exactly uh up but he went back down and the Cubs remember they're not out of it um Strowman's supposed to be coming back yep this Marcus Strowman he was having a great season so hopefully um he can he can come back in and um you know Cleveland's another really good team and they have uh Josh Naylor he's mm. he's a black player they're not um, going anywhere on that team. Hey, no, and, and you got to love the Marlins with Jazz Chisholm. The Marlins are competing for that third and final playoff spot. They have yeah, Jazz they Chisholm, are. Josh yeah. Bell, Xavier Edwards. They have bros. And then there's millions of young guys coming up. St. Louis, you're going to see them doing well with Jordan Walker, uh, mm-hmm. outfielder, Mason Wynn, the shortstop that just came up. They're really going to be great in the future. And, of course, the team that uh, you can call the black team in MLB right now is the Washington Nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, C.J. Abrams, that shortstop. They have a guy named Stone Garrett, who's a great outfielder. 
they have um, Elijah Green, who was their number one draft pick a couple years ago coming up. They got Robert. All those guys they got in the Juan Soto trade, Robert Hassel, James yeah. Wood. Mm. Uh, that Juan Soto trade could be like the reawakening of the black baseball team. We mm. haven't really had a team with more than two, three brothers on there. In Trey, a clip that up, bro. Time. Clip that up. I got mm. a question, Jay, y'all. How soon are the Nationals going to get back to championship baseball? Is it possible in your mind? I think I think two in two years they should be ready to win the division. But by, by next year they should be able to compete with division. Tough division though. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Very yeah. tough division. But they should be ready in two three years to really be back on top um, and and compete. I mean Josiah Gray, they have their ace. He just has to keep getting better. They have aces coming up out of the, you know, minor leagues, and they have young talent, which is the best type of talent in baseball because you don't have to pay for it before they mm. blossom, right? Mm. So I I think the Nationals will be very good very soon. I say they're, they're one of those teams where you say, like, um, eh, five years, and then in two years you're like, wow, because Abrams developed and Green came up and developed and James Wood really did turn into Dave Winfield and Josiah Gray became a – a legitimate ace, you know. So, I like Washington a lot. Not just I for the melanin, but but you know their GM Mike Rizzo is the best in the game, bro. Mm. Mm. Everybody thought that Juan Soto trade they were nuts, but look at all I the did. players they got. Yeah, look at the impact he had on San Francisco, which is was not a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. he hit his thirty home runs and. He did his thing, but the impact wasn't there for all the guys yeah. they had him, Machado, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. San Diego, Tatis. you mean. The Padres. Padres. Yeah, San Diego Padres. Tatis. Yeah, yeah. They, they should have definitely done better. So, you know, Soto, the Soto train showed you what a good GM can do. Mm. So you got to give Mike uh, Rizzo his credit. And GM like that, I think the team will be championship contender. That's in the good next news, man. That's good news because I'm I'm on I'm I'm the I'm I'm from the area I'm I'm only the I'm the Nationals fan that pops out when we start winning, um so I'm I'm trying to pop out man I got a few jerseys I ain't really bought them out you know what I'm saying I'm I'm waiting for the right time to bring them out man so get that number five get that number, number five, five no, jersey bro done deal done deal <laughs> so deal. I I just got a question about the Yankees bro um oh, you 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 Yankees or Mets fan. No. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a, I was a Dwight Gooden, Dallas Strawberry, Gary Carter, Keith Hernandez gotcha. fan. Then they got all rid of all the brothers and all the players I like. So <laughs> right. I went to the Yankees. Darryl gotcha. and Doc went to the Yankees. I, I go where the bros go. I've right. always been like that. Right, right. right. So, um, so, so Cashman, because um, this is his fault. Like, this is, you know, and, I, and Aaron Judge got hurt and he stood out, but we. It we, wouldn't we have mattered. A... What's that? It, it wouldn't have mattered. Even if he wasn't hurt, they want they would have won a couple more games. The team is poorly constructed. Look, talk, like I never, you know, Cashman's riding that wave from the from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he been riding that wave for a long, long time, and it's clear that the Yankees' philosophy and team construction mm-hmm. mm. don't work anymore. Mm. Boston Red Sox. Philosophy don't work anymore. The way those teams ran in the late 90s, early 2000s was the standard. Yeah. Yeah. Spend a lot, spend a ton on free agents, 
have a couple of really solid minor leaguers to build around and mm -hmm. buy players around them. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That changed. All of a sudden, both those teams want to be frugal. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is what you get. Right. You don't you don't quite construct, you don't go the extra mile to to make your team and the bench. Remember how deep the Yankees bench used to be when they were winning? Look yeah. how deep the Houston Astros are. They lose Altuve, they lose Bregman, they mm -hmm. bring up Corey Jokes, they bring Kyle Tucker starts hitting better. They lost their best home run hitter, right? Mm. You're yeah. down Alvarez, right? Yeah, that that's scary. They don't miss that's... the beat really a little bit. But not really. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. and that's scary because the the GM that constructed that Astros team some years ago mm -hmm. is now in Baltimore. Yeah, and now you look and see what Baltimore is doing now. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. they they are gonna be around for a minute as, as yeah. long as the owner as long as the owner doesn't you know screw things up you, you know. He, well, he almost did by not wanting to pay the GM that got that, that got you all the the glory. Yeah. But they but they did bring in a nice replacement in Dana Brown, nice qualified bro, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who came into a nice situation. But the GM before him was nice with it. They just didn't offer him a contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, right. you want too much money. We're going to keep Dusty because he knows everything you know anyway. Right? Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Yeah. And we know this. Right? That's the only dude I like on Houston because I, I, I hate the Astros because mm -hmm. of you know them costing us a championship, sure, but sure. but but Dusty Dusty, that's that's my guy. Like when they won it with him, I was like, "Congrats, Dusty!" I don't care about none of y'all other yeah, players, we staff, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was rooting for Dusty. Facts. That's it. <laughs> yeah, guys, you sure. love Dusty, man. Who don't love Dusty, man? Yeah, yeah. And you know you got them Dodgers. You got oh, see that you see with your man Mookie. I mean, my God, does it? He just keeps getting better and better, Mookie. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, who, who thought he'd have this type of power season now? I mean, right. the dude's 5'10", buck 75 soaking wet, bro. Mm. I don't know what the Red Sox was thinking giving him up. <laughs> I do. Typical Red Sox. What was they thinking? Throwing bananas at Adam Jones in 2018. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. 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 Like, it's, the, it's the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the city. It's the yeah. city of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, put some beer, you put some beer in those guys. They turn into the slave catcher on the roof, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, right? Like you be cool with them at work. You give them some beer, give them a mm -hmm. stadium. The n words start dropping. The they hands start throwing start. banana peels at people. Like, I ain't yeah. built for Boston. I ain't built for yeah. Boston. Don't worry. Hey, speaking of which, you see all these fights at these uh, NFL games, like all these videos surfacing over the weekend. Yeah. All these crazy white people, sure. And yeah. unfortunately, yeah. and violent ones, too. I just had to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You see the guy that got killed. At the Patriot, At the Patriot game, right? Game, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Got, pardon me, fellas. Got yeah. killed by a Dolphin fan. Sheesh. At the game with his family. They're saying he had a medical condition. Guy got punched in the face three times, passed out. It could have been, like, induced by getting punched in the face. So that's going to yeah. be an interesting court case. Because yeah. already the lawyers like we're trying to find out the cause of death. Because you know that's how the law works. If they determine that them punches didn't kill him, but a side effect mm. caused by him getting excited did, or whatever. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And remember, we're not dealing with brothers, so it's nope. not guaranteed that nobody go to jail, even mm. if somebody die. 
Right. Okay. That's so they go right. by the, right. the letter of the law mm-hmm. in white on white crime. Okay. Yep. Right. Hey, we know it. We know it. You ain't got to tell know, We me. know what the deal is. People you know blow the through is. them red lights, kill somebody. As long as your license is good and you white, mm-hmm. we're not going to arrest you today. You got to come to court. And my, man, my, man, fine. my man Chris Rock <laughs> say, if you white, it's all right. <laughs> but, you know, I, again, myself, though, you know, I don't make everything about um, race. I just, you know, our little cultural jokes mm. um, that even a white person understands. And I realize they understand more and more as social media becomes the centerpiece of the world and everybody's voice comes into one place. Yeah, I can't believe some of the stuff I read. On yeah. that app, yeah. by people who show their faces and are dead ass serious dead about what they wow. say, I be like, yeah. "Yo, yeah, you you really exist." People like you really exist, and yeah. y'all showing your faces, and you're mm. you're in the community, right? Talking oh back, God, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, it's emboldened, away, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Yeah, sometimes it's but, crazy. But uh, the stuff I say blows me away sometimes. So I'm not judging. You know, we hey. all. We all, we all, we all, got, <laughs> we all works in progress. <laughs> yeah, we are all work very well put, my yes, man. Sir. Yes, yeah, sir. absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead and um, hey, first of all, Jr., thank Appreciate you again, you. man. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. You, you've been great this time, man. Uh, second time on. Fun. Oh, this time I sucked the first time. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. Said, I ain't mean it like he that. He said it. No he one needs to four months hey, to get me back on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I tried to get you back on late last year, and we kind of had to. Regroup, but now, 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 you've been great, man. You've been great both times, man. You, you, you definitely, you definitely family hey, on no. this platform. Hey, by certain. the way, pause, yes. pause, pause, right? Yeah, pause, pause, <laughs> pause. Yeah, pause. crazy, crazy. That's yeah, we wild. gotta, we gotta get together soon. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I, thank you, and I always have fun on here. I just want y'all to know, and I, like again, I, I support your show. Um, keep plugging. I truly wish, like, even more people listen to your show because you guys, you do a real tip-top job. It's real professional. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not some bullshit podcast show. Um, that's why I come on. I, yeah. You see, I don't go on many shows because I just try to keep my head down. I know what this game about, so I try to keep my head down, grind, get my paper, get my kids through school, get yep. my wife happy, and I do my, I do my thing, my thing on the side. You know, when when and I do things, but when time permits. You know, I, I I try to get out there and do things like this because I love sports. I have plenty of opinions. Mm-hmm. I just don't get paid as much as other people for them. So I save them a lot of times because I'm not about free <laughs> yeah. wisdom. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shit costs. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Right? Life I'm experience, all oh, that shit costs. But I love you. You guys show. I, I just continue to hope for success. I hope you can get a little sponsorship or something. I don't see why anybody would not invest a little bit of money to see what that's you guys the, that's the, that's the next step that's, that's the, the next goal. step that's the goal yeah because yeah keep keep up the good work though man you know and um keep me in mind whenever yeah, you yeah. whenever you absolutely. have those hot topics yeah absolutely we absolutely. had um we had Kelsey Nicole Nelson on here earlier this year and she spoke some great things about you oh thank yeah. you she's top notch she's, yeah she, oh yeah she's, she's another pro right yeah bro that's a girl that, I don't think that woman sleep that's a girl you're gonna be saying you know her soon. Yeah, Trust exactly. Me. Yeah. Oh, her. absolutely. That's a fact. I know her. That's a fact. Abso- absolutely. That's a fact. Like absolutely. Jamel, like, you know, like my girl Jamel. You know, that's my that's my family. Like, yeah. You know, I, like, I'll be like, yeah. 
Come on, that's sis right there. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> that's, that's sis right there. Trust me. Yeah, all, all day. Hey, JR, man, go ahead and uh, plug all your social media and your platforms and let everybody know where they can reach you at. Well, thanks, man. You know, you could, of course, you can check me out at MLBBro.com. We're managing editor over there. All our stuff is baseball season, so we still want to get you on. Check out the, the, the podcast mixtape, though. That's something different. The MLB Bro Show podcast mixtape is on Apple. So iHeart is on all the platforms. It's just baseball deliver the way we would do it, you know. Mm, yep. So um, also yeah, you could you know catch me. I'm editor over at the Shadow League. I've been there for years. You can catch me there. All the great people over there. Um, you know I do Fox Sports as well. I do a Foul Affair every Wednesday on the Odd Couple. Every Thursday on um, uh, Inside the Parker podcast. I also pop up here and there. F is, you know, one doing little things here and there. So mm-hmm. I get my checks and stack my checks and stay yes, low. Sir. All right. Yes, sir. So that, that's really it. Um, at Fanless One on uh, Twitter, at The Gambler 24 on Instagram. And yeah, I want to give a shout out to my son, JC Gamble. He's going through the recruiting process right now. College is a great baseball player, plays football, very smart kid. Um, it's funny. I've been covering sports for 20-something years. I've spoken to so many high school kids, elementary kids, who some of them now in the pros, some of them in the Olympics. That recruiting process ain't nothing to you. Do it for real yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never. Yeah. I thought I knew everything about the process. Mm. Except you can't control it when it's your kid. That's a fact. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. That's it's wild, wild stuff. bro. But other than that, that's what I've really been doing, man, and loving sports, just like you guys, and trying to make a living or at least have some enjoyment um, yeah. in something that we love so much. For so sure. I appreciate it when, when you put me on and allow me to um, express myself, right? Because how many, you know, only a select few get to be heard by the world. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so it's right. always an honor for me to be heard by five, ten people. Yes, sir. And that's Every single too. time. Every single time. Oh. Absolutely. Not, not saying you have five, ten people. No, no. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, JR. Fuck on that shit. It's hey, about JR. <laughs> when, look, when we first started, it was just our mamas listening to this podcast. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> right. And my mama stopped listening because I cussed too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's like, no, I don't think I yeah, don't think she's I like, no, nah, that ain't for me. I ain't, you don't talk to me like that, so I don't, I ain't trying to hear that. Right. Right. Well, good luck, fellas. Bless you. My guy. Appreciate you, man. Salute. And we'll speak soon. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm in New York all the time, so I'll check you out at some point. Yeah, please, please do, man. Let's let's meet up, talk. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to I'm trying to be more like my guy Rob Parker. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be more sociable. I'm trying to, you know, put the BS aside and keep an open mind, an open heart. Me too. Everybody. Me too. Yes, sir. I, I just got you know, I'm I'll be 50 next year. I don't mm. share that with everyone, you know. So, you know, I, I'm just trying to have hey, some man. fun. All right, that's what's up. Do my thing. All right, <laughs> nice be safe, man. All right, JR. Hey, nice to no, trade later. No, my no, guy. Right. no doubt, no doubt. The homie JR Gamble right there, MLBbro.com, yes, shadowleague.com, um, all the platforms. Um, dude does excellent work. The articles are are great on there. Yeah, so make sure y'all check them out. 
Yes, sir. Um, I got one more quick thing, bro. I don't know how many you got. I got one more quick thing. Go ahead. Damian Lillard says, "Stop playing the Lakers. Stop putting the asterisks on the um on the bubble championship." So did he say this on Cam and Mace joint? No, he said this on some okay. some random podcast. I don't know what okay. it was. I okay. want I I, I want to say I, I'm not going to say because I don't know. Um, okay. he said on some random podcast. Okay. Um, basically he was saying the 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 reason why we should take it more serious is because um players were playing at uh maximum efficiency basically because they didn't have to travel anywhere. They was chilling in the same area. Everything you needed was in one location. You practice, mm-hmm. you go take a, you know, go dip in the pool. They said half of, half of the league was in pools, yeah. chilling. So by the time it was time to play, everybody was real rested, well rested, and that's right. why you could talk about uh, uh, the games that Jamal Murray was having and Jamal um, Donovan, TJ Warren, AKA Bubba Warren. Warren. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Devin Book, like they was having mm-hmm. those types of performances because um, it you you kind of woke up and wanted to go play basketball. You didn't have to do any traveling, and the yeah. toll that travel takes on your body, they didn't have that. So they said, uh, or he said rather, um, that the pandemic ring is just as valuable as every other ring in the NBA, and I, for one, agree with him. Mm, that is just as valuable as well. It's just yeah. So stop. So stop saying. Mm, well, the Lakers didn't really get a ring that year because it was the pandemic. So I w- I won't say that they didn't get the ring legitimately. Maybe, right? Like no, I won't, okay, saying that I, it wasn't a good uh, uh, a quality championship. Win. Right. I won't I won't put the asterisks on it. Right. I'll treat it like any other NBA championship. Um. Everybody had the same circumstances. Everybody had the same um, challenges and, you know, things like that. No travel. All the games were in the same two, three buildings, I think it was. Yeah. So I won't I won't put an asterisk on it, um, but I will acknowledge that, like he pointed out, you know, T.J. Warren having 50 point games and Booker going off. Um Donovan Mitchell going off and Jamal Murray and those guys. Um, it was different from your typical NBA season where there is the travel, where there is games, you know, spaced out, where it, it you go on a road on different environments with a, a actual, you know, authentic crowd versus the crowd noise that they tried to pump into the building. So I will acknowledge the, Conditions were different, but I won't discredit the championship. That's all Damian Lillard trying to say, and I'm with him. Yep, yep. I'm 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 good with that. I'm good with that. Um, yeah. So I I think there's just one there's one more game I wanted to bring up over the um over the weekend, and that was that Dolphins game um Sunday night. I know that wasn't really like I think everybody had um the Dolphins winning that that football game. Right. Um, I got to tell you, bro. Um, and he, I don't think he had a great game like he did the first week, but right now, and, and if there was a two week MVP, I mean, Tua is like right there at the top. Yeah. If you ask me, playing the best quarterback right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's for, fair. for certain, for certain. Yeah. I, yeah. That's fair. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to the Dolphins. Shout out to Tua. Yeah. He definitely playing the best quarterback right now. Right. 
Right. Um, we we doing some picks or something? Yeah, let's do some picks, man. Let's do picks. You got them up? Yeah, I got the games up here. Um, and whenever and when and whatever week you want to start letting letting the letting the people know who's winning and who's losing, I ain't, you ain't got to do it right now because I don't even remember who I picked. I don't have it right now. I, yeah, you ain't got no worries, but yeah, we can, <laughs> I don't we have can, it right now. We could definitely do that whenever you're ready. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so so I think everybody's gonna pick San Francisco to beat the Giants Thursday night. Yeah, right. All right. And then we got these Sunday games. Um, Titans at the Browns. Uh, Titans. Um, yeah, I want the Titans to win, but something tells me I think Cleveland going to win this one. Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm to go Browns here. Um, what about Falcons at the Lions? This should be a, like a good game right here. Yeah, it should be, but I'll take the Lions. You take the Lions? I'll, I'll take Lions, too. Atlanta's had, you know, they, they, look, they look a little bit impressive, too. They um, almost lost to Green Bay. They did, but they came back, man. Came they was back, down sure. eight. Yeah, they was yeah. down twelve yeah. points. So sure. that shout, you know, shout, shout to Ritter. Yeah, yeah, and Bijan too. Bijan Robinson, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Saints at the Packers. Packers. Uh, I get it. I get it. Saints. Saints been solid. They they they've been solid. I don't like the competition that they've played the first two games, but they 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 played solid. I'm gonna go Saints. Okay. I'm gonna go Saints on the road. Um, Broncos at the Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins too, but I do have to say, in regard to the Broncos, um, Russell Wilson is playing a lot better football than he did last year. Um, but there's something wrong with that team as a whole. Um, because um, no way they should have blew what was that an 18 point lead? Um, going into the half, yeah. Um, the Commanders cut that to I think what a two a, a one score game, and then they just kind of took off after that. Yeah, Deron Payne. Pro- yeah, me too. I just props. didn't get it out before when they came right. in there, but uh, the Commanders uh, that second half was 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 good fucking football. Deron yeah. Payne, uh, mm-hmm. Montez Sweat, Chase Young. Yep. Um, yeah, hell of, hell of a second half. Yep, Terry McLaurin with the touchdown. Yeah. And I'm going to keep saying this name, bro. Every, every time the Commanders win, I'm going to keep saying this name because nobody's bringing it up. Eric the enemy, people. Eric the enemy, look at what he's doing with Sam Howell. Sam Howell, there's question marks about this kid. Oh, we just started one game against the Cowboys. They wasn't playing for nothing. Mm-hmm. Through three games, Sam Howell looks really good. Eric Bieniemy got to get the props for that. I'm going to yeah. keep saying this dude's name, pause, every time the commanders, you know, look better each week. So yeah. you, you might be onto something in terms of them making a playoff spot. Um, but, yeah, give me, give me Miami over Denver. Uh, Chargers at the Vikings. Hmm. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take the Vikings at home. Yeah, I don't like it either. I, I'll take that back. Yeah, <laughs> when I said it, it yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take the Vikings at home. Yeah. But this this weird story about the Jets um, inquiring about a Kirk Cousins trade, um, I don't think there's any legs to it. I think what has I to happen. I don't know why you brought it up. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to explain why I don't think there's legs to it. Um, number one, Kirk Cousins has a, has a no trade. Number one. Number two, even if the Vikings are like, let's say they're zero and three, zero and four, or whatever, um, I, I I don't see any other team 
that's like going to be like in legitimate contention wanting his services. And I don't think the Jets at this point, if we keep seeing Zach Wilson playing the way he's playing, are going to be in that conversation. Yeah, again, I don't even know why you brought it up. <laughs> um, Patriots at the Jets. Uh, give me the Patriots. Um, yeah, uh, uh, until they prove otherwise, uh, and, and I hate the Patriots, but the Jets never beat them, even when Brady's not there. So I'm, I'm going to go Patriots here. Um, so I think this is going to be a great game right here, man. Uh, Bills at the Commanders. Uh, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the Commanders. I, yeah, you know, you know, and this would, this would better serve my, my, my wild take theory. So I'm with you. I'm going, I'll take the Commanders in the upset. Yep. Uh, Texans at the Jags. Give me the Jags on this yep. one. Yep. Uh, Colts at the Ravens. Ravens all day. Yeah, Ravens. Let's get the three and zero. Carolina at Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Yep, me too. Uh, Bears at Chiefs. Yep, Chiefs. <sighs> they making me look bad, bro. <laughs> hey man, I knew you was gonna look bad. I ain't, you know, but they. I, but they, I was- they they making me look bad, bro. I'm sorry, man. I look, man. I, I get it. He's a black quarterback, and I love black people, man. But I didn't uh, see I, nothing last year. I didn't see nothing last year that made me think he was going to make this enormous jump. And DJ Moore, with why he's a talented wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, and even and even maybe a number one receiver. Um, he's at the low tier of number one receivers. Like, uh, no, he is. But he was better than what Chicago had. Yeah, for certain. He, he was better than what the Bears For had sure. last year. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, but I, I think Ryan Clark made a good point about Justin Fields. The Bears got to watch some of that Ohio State tape because what they're seeing now with him is just extremely different from what he's been at Ohio State. Like he was throwing the rock at Ohio State. He yeah. comes to the league. And he's doing a whole bunch of running and stuff, which he's great at. Like, don't get me wrong. But now it's been three years, Trey. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case. But uh, at, at some point, at some point, they or say, he's just at the wrong organization. I mean, let's I not mean, act like sure. the Bears are a, a quarterback factory here. Sure, but I mean, at some point, you at some point they say the quarterback is supposed to make the jump and get used to the him playing in professional football, and it doesn't seem that he's doing that for whatever reason. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe bringing some college shit in would help. But I mean, at the end of the day, you still got to make the decisions. You still got to make the throws at sure. the pro level. And sure. he hasn't done that consistently yet. Yeah, he needs some weapons, more weapons than what he's got. No, he needs to throw the ball eff- effectively better. But two know, things can be true at the same time. Absolutely right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, Cowboys at the Cardinals. I'm, I'm taking Dallas. Cap- yeah, yeah. Uh oh, this is your night game. Uh your team is in Las Vegas to go play the Raiders. And I'm taking Pittsburgh by 10. Um I'm gonna take the Raiders for some for some weird reason. It's not I mean, just I, because yeah, I sure. hate it's not because I hate Pittsburgh well, because I do a, hate Pittsburgh. It's not a weird reason. I mean, let's be very clear. Kenny Pickett in the offense has been shit for two weeks. So it's reasonable to say that. Um what I'll say. And what I'm hoping is is that uh, this that defense isn't Cleveland or uh, San Francisco. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I'm not impressed with the Raiders either. Like through two yeah. weeks, I'm not really all that impressed. Um, 
But for some reason, when y'all play the Raiders on the road, it just bad things happen to y'all for some for some weird reason. Historically, yeah, um, sure. I, I'm a, I'm 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 gonna go Raiders here, and 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 see what happens after that. Um, we got two Monday night games again yeah. this coming week. Uh, I, I didn't watch none of that. Uh, Saints <laughs> I was trying to figure out why the fuck they kept putting that, putting them up on my on my screen when I'm trying. Oh, to they had the, they had the joint. They had yeah, the little side by side joint. Wanna, if I wanted to see it, I would have turned to it. <laughs> nah, they they trying to get the they trying to get the eyeballs paused. So, um, yeah, I I I was mostly on Pittsburgh and Cleveland. That's AFC North for me. Um, I, I didn't care so much for that other game. But you got two games here that I think equally people could care about. Um, Eagles at the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. Um, you know, I thought about taking the Bucs. Um, they've played some good football, solid football. Um, don't like the competition that they've gone up against. Right. So I think it's going to be a tough test. I mean, measuring stick test for this Tampa team, I'm going to take the Eagles on this. Yeah. And um, you got the rematch of the Super Bowl from a couple of years ago. Rams at the struggling Bungles. Hmm. I'd say the Rams. You take the Rams? Yeah. Um, I'm a, because I, I feel like I'm like a few games away from you based on last week's picks. I feel that way. I haven't tallied it up yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go different here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Bengals at home. They can right the ship a little bit, but it, I, I'll be happy if they lose also. So, yeah. But for the sake of this, give me, give me the Bengals. Um, quick shout out to everybody in the chats. Uh, I see you, X Squad, um, Ron Callie in the YouTube live chat. I see y'all, uh, Twitter. See everybody up in there. Appreciate y'all. Um, don't forget to follow us on our social media, folks. And uh, and again, um, thanks to Jr. Yes, Gamble sir. from MLBBro.com. Appreciate him um, coming through for uh, you know for several minutes here. Um, make sure y'all follow us on these platforms. We got the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the channel and let your friends know to subscribe as well. Um, we got the Facebook page. Click that like button. We also got the Twitch channel, too. So we're live on Twitch as well, trying to get them numbers up here. Um, hit us up on Twitter on the handle at BarbershopSPOR2. Also, if you've got questions or comments about the show, the email is BarbershopSportsTalk1 at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on the gram, too, at BarbershopSportsTalkPodcast. And uh, write us a review. On any of these audio streaming platforms, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, um, hit us up with a review. Let us know what you think. It goes a long way. And most importantly, too, um, we got this merch store that we got this link in our. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely coming out with the hoodies really soon. Right, Maestro, really soon. Yeah, no, no, I need to write it down. (laughs) I need to write it down somewhere. I need to write it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To check out the merch store, people. Um, the link is in the description on YouTube and Twitter and uh, Facebook Live. So, you know, we got some stuff on there, T-shirts, mugs. We'll be putting up them hoodies for this, you know, season coming up real soon. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. Um, anything else, Maestro? No, sir. I'm hungry as hell. All right. 
no doubt love peace and happiness folks and as always mind your damn business drink some water